0: <laughs> hey welcome to uh
1: switching lanes uh i've got my 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 uh friend here will bush on the line and this is jacob johnson will say hi to the people
2: hey people what's up you got your party pants on because it's time to party. <laughs>
1: there we go there we go don't get too excited though um because this is a serious <laughs> podcast we got a lot of serious topics to go over um, but first, let's just talk a little bit about why we're naming pod switching lanes. Uh, Will, do you want to take a shot? Yeah, yeah. Let me uh, let me try and break this down for the
2: fans out there. Um, like most of you, I'm assuming we all have jobs. We got a commute, and fortunately or unfortunately, however you may look at it, me and Jake here, we have long commutes. So jake as the entrepreneur and innovator that he is thought of a podcast so that's why we are here on switching lanes because that's what you do
1: in about eight hours of traffic you switch lanes back yeah you, you look at one and lane and you're like maybe that's going faster i'm gonna go over there it stops to a halt you go to the next lane stops to a halt and what ends up happening is like me you go 15 miles and it takes you an hour and a half sometimes so <laughs> that's uh that's where we're at oh man uh, yep so we're here so Here's we're still workshopping names. names um and we know this is going to go viral so we're going to send it out to our fans uh let us know what you think of the name anything better um some other names that came up or was uh rubbernecking, uh emergency blinkers uh roadhead but uh but you know, let us know. Give us your thoughts. Um, but we got a full a full uh, pod schedule today.
2: Um, I do I do want to make a comment, and I think we haven't discussed this, but I think you would agree. We are a pod of the people. We want your input. We want you. We want you guys to be involved. And don't for a second think that we won't shut your ass down because we will. This is our podcast. You think
1: you think you can unsubscribe from us? We're gonna unsubscribe from you. yeah uh all right well let's get into uh let's get into the meat of it um so we've got a few things to talk about wanted to do a little nfl versus nba thing um it's been stewing stewing with me for a while um it's been in the crock pot about eight hours and i and i think it's about ready to uh see the light um next we wanted to go into a little raptors talk talk some players um Yep, yep. And then uh, wanted to wanted to do a little Lou Williams, uh, Lou Williams, Los Angeles yeah. Clippers. And then I've got a little mystery oh. game uh, to uh, kind of finish it off. I haven't haven't told Will about it, so uh, we'll, we're gonna we're gonna do it live and, and uh, see how he does. Ready to jump in?
2: Yeah. F it. F it. We're doing live. Oh, uh, <laughs> last segment: Disney movie, animated. Oh, Disney movie. Yeah.
1: There. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, will end on a good note. Yeah, we'll end on, on a, a, a positive note. note. Um, all right, so so my NFL-NBA thing. I, I'm going to go on a little rant here, and then I'm going to kick it over to you, see what you think. Um, so, Yeah, let's go. The idea here is, um, and I've heard this said in a lot of different forums, in a lot of different ways, but um, basically the NFL and NBA have flipped. Um, and what I mean by that, is that people used to follow the NFL 12 months a year. They used to follow the offseason, look at people's workouts, do all this stuff. Um, And the NBA was just the in-season thing. Um, And now more recently, um, what I've I've noticed, I don't know if this is an actual fact, but in my life, I've now (laughs) followed the NBA 12 months a year, and then the NFL just for the 16 weeks, and then into the playoffs. And so my thought here is this um, and i don't know if this is the right metaphor but this is what i'm going with the nfl for all the reasons i love it um, it's it's a shot of alcohol <laughs> it's uh you know it's a light pbr um, the reason I love NFL, the NFL, and watching football is one fantasy and two betting. Um, so in order <laughs> in order to be good in fantasy, you can't just watch one team. You've got to watch every team, watch all the players, try to figure out who to pick up on the waiver wire. Sure, you can half-ass it and you know just read field the eights on ESPN for the best waiver wire pickup, but you're gonna, your team's going to suck at the end of the year. Um, so you've got to put in the time. Um, and so while it's only 16 weeks of NFL football, it's a four, it's a four or five-hour commitment on a Sunday. You've got to just put in the time, watch the games, jump on red zone. And then when we're talking about betting, on top of that, you got to look across the entire league. You got to figure out what's a good bet, what's not a good bet. You can't just stick on one team. And when it comes to basketball, uh, you know I can look at a box score and kind of see what's going on, and not have to watch those games that I don't want to watch. So I can more passively take it in. And uh, and so after a 16-week NFL season, I feel I feel hungover. It's too much for me. I can't take that many shots. Not like I used to be. <laughs> first few years of fantasy, sure. Ma- give, me, give me the whole bottle. I'm downing it. Now, in my older age, I don't think I can do it. Your thoughts, Will? Wow. Wow.
2: So, so let me get this straight. You, how I interpret that, that rant here is that you feel the NBA is, suppl- is supplanting the NFL in your hierarchy of sports watching. In terms of commitment to watching and excitement level, and long-term stronghold on your, um, I guess your attention for it
1: is that. Is that actually? Yeah, I I don't even think it's it's a hierarchy thing. It's just that I don't I can't do much more football. Like I I enjoy watching both of them uh, equally, but by the end of the NFL season, I'm kind of like all right, I'm ready for this to be over. Whereas the NBA, I can could, I could keep following up, look at the free agent, um, look at all the teams, look at the starting ups, uh watch the preseason games if I'm, if I'm in. And it doesn't take a day of my, you know? I feel bad if I'm missing football. And so that's... <laughs> So that's
2: that, that's my thing. I get it. I get it. I think. I think for me, it's a little bit of the opposite. To be honest with oh. you,
1: I think. Let me backtrack here. <laughs> Is I'm this a, the biggest a, surprise? A Is it, wait, hold on. Is this the biggest surprise that we don't agree on the first topic on the pod? <laughs> No, this is this is why
2: we're this is why we're on the. Yeah, we should change it. We're here to disagree. We should
1: change the name to Wave as you pass by because we're going in op- opposite directions. We just or road to nowhere
2: because we're never going to get to
1: one conclusion. No doubt.
2: One location. All right, go ahead. Oh man, we're here to we're here to divide our friends to see who right? Wins who, okay, okay. Yeah, Got right.
1: it. Um, and fans, friends, and fans. I don't
2: know. Yeah. I. Gosh. I, I, I'm a, I'm a basketball guy, NBA, we both know that. It's just, gosh, 82 games is hard. 82 games is hard, and here's why Here's why I say that. 82 games, okay, that's, that's like a, a chub of an argument, right? But the real <laughs> kicker here is I'm really interested in one team and one team right. only, and that's the Lakers. And I'm getting screwed over by whatever stupid agreement they got with it's freaking, I don't even know. Spectrum. Fox, Sports yeah. yeah, Spectrum is Spectrum's really giving it to me raw right yeah, now. No I can't even watch the Lakers on NBA TV. I don't want to watch the Clippers. Are you kidding me? I don't want to watch the Timberwolves. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Uh, you know, so for me, like, that. There's no, there is no red zone for NBA. There is no red right. zone. Right? It's not. I think there's convenience with that. It's like, oh, okay. I just got to watch all the fun stuff. Except when one game's in, in the third quarter, and the rest of the games are in the second half, and you got to watch the freaking Ravens destroy the Bengals. Right. And, uh, I, just, I, I think it's – I think – so you use shots and beers. I'm going to use – I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to go – I don't want to go too dirty here. I had another metaphor, but I, just, I can't I can't bring myself to to use it this early in the podcast.
1: Yeah, I mean this is a family uh, friend, friendly organization, so
2: yeah, yeah. This is this has not not have been family yeah. friendly. Um, it's pretty standard. Sorry. Um, I don't know. I I like I like the sixteen weeks. I think it kind of ramps up towards playoffs a little bit. It helps. When you're kind of in the hunt with fantasy, coming off a big win, suck it, crack in. <laughs> um, got a little got a little mojo no right doubt, now. But yeah. I'll be honest: if I had lost, I probably would be. I'd be on the
1: front <laughs> right now. <laughs> You'd be with me, where you're throwing it's football true. out the window, never gonna watch it again, and uh,
2: yeah. All right, well, that's honest. good, man. Well, it's good,
1: different perspective. I, I that's why I wanted to bring it up and. and Screw Spectrum. Spectrum's really screwing us right now. It's the worst deal in the world. Because one, Spectrum is a pain in the butt. The internet's slow. I had it at my last place and it's just the worst. But um, Yeah. All right, let's get to our next thing uh, A uh, little Seattle spiel you wanted to go through? Or do you wanna hit you wanna yeah. hit an ad
2: first? I do. I do. Yeah, let's get an ad. Let's get an ad.
0: All right, this ad is brought to you by Apple AirPods. Um, they sent one to the pod. Right now I'm using them for the first time, and it's fantastic stuff. If you haven't used them, you take it out of your ear, it stops, you put it back in your ear, it goes back in. Um, just cannot give it a good enough recommendation. Is it worth the 150-some-odd bucks it costs? No, but somebody gave it to me for free. So, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use it. I'm going to enjoy it. Um, and uh, I, I recommend that you all get get one of these given to you for free. So that's
2: that.
0: Pascal
2: Siakam. We're back. We're back. Quick, quick commercial break. All right. Uh, (laughs) Pascal Siakam, most improved, massive contract this year equals me. Super, super skeptical. Now I did graduate college. Um, but it was not a major in math because that equation could not have been any more wrong. I have been thoroughly impressed with Siakam, his level of play, and even his trajectory. I think you're looking at a guy who can be Giannis 2.0 maybe. Uh, Obviously, he's got a long way to go, but I think body type, skill sets all the same. I think he's using that as a blueprint for his game, which is genius. Um, but I think the kicker is he can shoot it better. I think you saw it in the playoffs, him knocking down corner threes, and obviously we know that's the the uh, the Achilles heel for uh, Giannis. But I I I want to admit here on the podcast I couldn't have been any more wrong, and I know you have very strong feelings about him, and I think. I think you're right. I don't. I. I don't see how this guy in this system with the Raptors and the way they play and the system that Nick Nurse runs, how this guy doesn't just keep evolving and getting better. I, I don't know. I'm. I was wrong. You yeah. Know, I mean. Yeah. Look. He just. He gave Kyle Kuzma the business the other night. <laughs> That's, I this was just, just gonna just, say that. Straight business. Yeah. Seven for seven. Eighteen points. Like, come on, Kuzma. Yeah
1: come on I know it was it was it was tough to watch I mean the only the only guy that really gave him any problems was Anthony Davis and if that's the guy that's going to stop you you're going to be pretty good for the rest of the, of the year when you're not playing the Lakers because it's like Anthony Davis Giannis can probably stop him um but other than that yeah I've been a big uh, Siakam guy so going back to last pods, would you trade right now Siakam for Ben Simmons 100%. You would? Yeah. Oh. I think so.
2: I think so. I mean, NBA, I think if you don't, it, here's NBA, you need at least, I think the recipe for success is one, at least one, more likely you need two superstar guys to carry you to victory. Outside mm-hmm. of that, I think you, point guard's the most important position regardless of whether that's a superstar or not. Um and I, I think I obviously Ben Simmons has been an all star. Dates the Jenners, Kardashians, like got-
1: that's a strike. That's not a positive.
2: Oh <laughs> right. well that's a that's we that could be a maybe a next topic. A topic for Yeah a that could podcast. be another podcast. for sure. Um but like I don't I I think essentially Ben Simmons has reached his ceiling. I don't think he's I don't think he's going to knock down jumpers anytime soon. Um despite all the preseason hype by these stupid highlight video Instagram accounts like get a grip
1: you idiots. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I think the interesting thing is I think if Ben Simmons was on a team like the Raptors where he could just do crazy stuff and you know there wasn't all this pressure to win with all this talent around him he would he would do a lot better maybe he would feel free like he'd feel more free to shoot but in the situation he's in right now he's kind of capped um he's gonna dish he's gonna dish the ball a lot get a lot of assists average like 15 points a game eight nine rebounds which is good but um you know, at the end of games, he's like, this is what I said last week. He's just going to hide in the corner and uh, try to get offensive rebounds while somebody else creates because he doesn't have that. And yeah. I think that's the thing that Siakam has. Yeah. You saw that yesterday when, whenever Kyle Kuzma switched on him, they were, they were going and hunting for Kuzma yeah. and then he would just roast him. He was taking him to the basket, doing his little spin move layup and, and, he had like like, 27 points or something. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I
2: think I think there's some – I think your point about Ben Simmons on the Raptors is fair. I don't – I honestly think he would – they would be – the Raptors would obviously be less successful. I just – he – I think with Philadelphia, Ben Simmons is in an extremely good spot because he's got a be who – top two center, I think it's between him and Jokic. But, like, a guy who can carry the team – and then Ben can play off that. There's a guy like Tobias Harris, and there are other characters. I don't – I mean, but but he's yeah. – essentially, he's the third – at best, he's the third option on that offense, right? And he moves to – he goes to Toronto. It's like, okay, how are you guys going to score now? Like, I think there's a big difference. Whereas, you look at Siakam, like, he's obviously the number one option in Toronto, and I think as the year goes on, that'll be a test to see how he can – handle that since it's, he's never had to do it before. But with that being said, last year, the number one option was Kawhi. And I think, I think he, I think he took a page out of, I think he learned something. I think he took a lot out of that one year with Kawhi. I mean, Kawhi's is, Kawhi is, probably the number one killer right now in the league. I, I think that's a good argument. Um, and I think Siakam, can duplicate that on some level. And I think he's starting to see that as evidenced by his uh, embarrassment of Kyle Kuzma. I think yeah. I think that's his next stage.
1: And I think he's starting to prove that he can get there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. Well, the other guy on the Raptors that I wanted to touch on real quick. And- yep. I this I get, this got me thinking when we we were on a text message thread earlier today we we're talking about um, uh, Jamal Crawford and if he would be good on the Lakers and that got me thinking is there a better player in the league that if you could just transplant them from the Raptors onto the Lakers that would be a better fit and let me make my case so the, the Lakers really don't have a point guard they've got two. Uh, shooting guards that they roll out there and Avery Bradley tries to guard the point guard, um, which is fine. You know, LeBron can take the ball up and do that, but, but the things that they're lacking are shooting um, playmaking. Um, all of those things are things that Fred VanVleet would be perfect at. And if you just put him on that team and you have the starting lineup of Van Danny green, Jam- uh, LeBron, James Davis, And uh, one of the centers is that 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 puts them into the number one top spot. And I think that would be a perfect fit because he can he can shoot at five feet beyond the arc. He's he can create he can and he doesn't need the ball to really do it. He can catch and drive and do a lot of stuff off ball. And I think he would be the perfect fit for what the Lakers are looking at. Can you think of anybody else in the league that would fit except for, you know, a super superstar like Clay Thompson or something like that?
2: Uh, I mean, I think there's a handful of guys potentially that could do that. Um, I mean, I think Fred Van Vliet, however you say his name, Greta Van Vliet. Uh, <laughs> obviously, like, he's a guy that's proven himself in big situations, uh, evidence of the NBA Finals and, and this year even to start. Um, he had 30 in game seven. I know. He killed it. He absolutely dominates. The guy is a killer. He's – I think he's a good example. Um, I mean, obviously, like, in an ideal world, sure, just come over to the Lakers. Obviously, it's a little more complicated in real life than that. Right. Um, yes, I I think you look – I mean, who else is out there? Um,
1: honestly, like, name, I mean, name a few players. Maybe Devin Booker or something like that. But I that's mean, like a superstar that, that you're not going to get. Yeah,
2: that doesn't count. Right. Um, you know, I think one guy that I wished we would have—I don't know. This free agency was was obviously a, a, we got the the rub and tug and the no good <laughs> coming out of that from Kawhi. But a guy that I was that a guy that I was high on was Bogdanovich. He ended up going to the Jazz. I mean, a guy who yeah. averaged twenty last year as the go-to guy on the Pacers without Oladipo. Right, a guy who can shoot it, a guy who can give you a bucket, not afraid to take that last shot. I think he would have been a really good fit. Obviously, you would take Kawhi over him, so you don't really fault the Lakers for approaching that route. Um, I think he would be good, maybe
1: even over Van Vliet. Um, man. so Yeah, the who only would- problem I have with that is we have we have basically – three fours as our three best players. We've got LeBron, AD's a four four or a five, whatever, but he plays four most of the time. LeBron's a four now. He's not athletic enough to get out there and guard the threes, although he's doing pretty good this year. Um, And then you got Kuzma, who on paper should be our best player, although he sucked this year. Um, And nobody really wants to talk about it. Uh, Everybody says, oh, he's working his way back, but he's shooting like 18% from three. Wow. So, if you add another guy that's 6'9", you know, basically a four and guards fours, um, then you've got all those guys out there, and nobody's going to be guarding the speed guy. So, you need – I mean, in terms of team fit, I think you need a, a small guy out there to pick up where, you know, Avery Bradley, who, who – um, where, where, he, where he lacks – He can't create anything, and he can just kind of spot (laughs) up and shoot mid-range jumpers. That's fair,
2: and I think even the greater context of this topic is what the Lakers need moving forward. Right? They're going to need. They're going to need to make a move, some way, somehow, to um, get a guy who fits that role. Right? Yeah, no doubt. You're you're going there. I. Again, I, I've said this before, I think the Lakers obviously got an unbelievable duo, probably the best, arguably the best in LeBron and AD and some decent role players. But if I think they're just one, maybe two pieces away, right? And they're going to have to find
1: a way to make it happen. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, great segue because the team that they're going to be chasing – it looks like it's going to be the Clippers based on the first couple weeks. And um, the, uh, the guy I want to talk about next, Lou Williams, is on the Clippers. But first, I'll let you do your, uh, your ad read. Good. I got one.
2: Um, we all know teeth are important not only for aesthetic reasons, but health as well. Um, important to overall health, oral health. Um, so, if you've got a family member, senior citizen, that's lacking and can't make it to the dentist office, doesn't want to, you need to hit up Taylor Bush RDHP Mobile Dental Services. Come clean your teeth, take the pain out of the office visits, and replace it with the relaxation and comfort of your home. Taylor Bush RDHP
1: mobile dental services good yeah i mean i wish lou williams uh you guys can serve him because he looks like beetlejuice out there with his teeth like a <laughs> beaver with all those overlapping teeth <laughs> all right so that that gives you a little bit of uh context into how i feel about watching lou williams i don't like him um and uh i'm not saying i don't respect him he's not a good player he doesn't not the sixth man of the year, yada, yada, yada. Um, It's actually the same reason I don't like watching James Harden. Um, And that reason is these guys hunt for fouls. Like, they'll be – next time you watch Lou Williams, there's going to be maybe seven plays where he's he's putting up a shot that he doesn't expect to go in, and nobody expects to go in. All he's doing is he's sweeping his arms through – to catch your hand reaching, and then he flails and hopes for a foul. And the crazy thing is he gets fouls. I've never seen a role player, a bench <laughs> player, come off the bench like this and get the respect that he does from from uh, these these reps. It's crazy. And, and it's frustrating to watch because this is the team, as a Laker fan, that we're going to be going against. And to watch this guy just flop and flail um, – I can't do it. Yeah. No, I, I it's very it's a very helpless feeling
2: for sure. Um, when you know he gets away with that crap and you're going like, Are we serious? Again, I and I'll second that opinion on James Hart. It's hard for him hard for me to watch that. I think there's there's a line between being crafty and smart and being able to get fouls. And then I also think there's making the rest your little bee. Right. And that's the right. worst. That's that's the part that sucks to watch. The game right now is I think there's a lot of that um, over the top, per se. Um, obviously, I'm not making those calls on the court, but I'm also not making one hundred thousand dollars to miss those calls either. So no, um, we'll leave it at that. Well, that's again, I don't want to get too far
1: off topic here. Um I mean, well the, I, the problem I, think, I have is I, like the refs even know the refs even know it's not a foul but by the rule of the book if you hit his arm and that causes him to lose the ball then that's a foul. I mean look at his he he shot like 18 free throws the other night. Yeah. Um, and, he, and and then when you compare him to somebody like LeBron, LeBron will actually get hit on the way to the basket. And because he's trying to make a shot. So, that's, that's my feelings on him.
0: We grew
2: up on essentially intention fouls. To get checked to the free throw line, and now we're watching guys trying to avoid fouls and still getting fouls. Like, it yeah. just it just rubs me the wrong way, right? That's like putting the greatest steak rub that you can ever imagine—Himalayan salt, pepper, little paprika, <laughs> cayenne—on a hot dog. Like it just doesn't go together. Like you're you're really giving us the run.
1: Yeah. And here's the best part. I hate it. I agree it.
2: Here's,
1: here's the best part is huh. um all these analytic nerds out here who are saying, "Oh, the free throw free throws are the best shot in basketball, so you should always try to get more." And so they look at these guys and they're like, "Oh, yeah, like they're doing a great job of that." And they don't even watch the game and then they when when the game's on, it's like, "Well, this is trash. I don't want to watch this guy like jump into somebody or Flail his arms around, trying to get a foul, so all right, I don't want to sound like a negative Nancy, so we should uh we should skip move on. <laughs> well, we can before be I, negative
0: before I crash
1: into our more. opinions. <laughs> I've got a little road rage going right now well I I know'm I'm, I'm
2: an hour I'm an hour blinker twenty times each direction. And I've gone 15 miles. So Split yeah, your now, lanes, now baby. we're heating up, and I got the <laughs> AC on. Gosh, dang it! <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so I am driving by Staples Center right now. Oh, man. let's go Lake Show, how long, home of the Lakers. How long is your drive? Clippers, now? get your own arena, bomber. You got money, do it, you joker. Yeah, I
1: got the club. How long is your drive now?
2: Um. Well, so let's take a quick peek. See. Oh, nice. I uh, got another hour and 58 minutes.
1: No. You have, you have a 3 hour
2: drive? Yeah, I was in Santa Monica today. Ugh. I was in Santa Monica all day. I woke up at 3 to get to Santa Monica by 8. Um
1: <laughs> Barf, got man. there at 7.
2: So that was ridiculous. Oh, and now I'm driving back in the thick of it. Uh,
1: that's a uh That's a that's a stinky pickle you got there.
0: All right, that's that. We didn't get to the uh, the other parts of the uh, podcast, but you know, that's that's the thing about traffic. Sometimes you get there, sometimes you don't. Um, and 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 uh, I think the final thing is really just I got home sooner than I thought. We had some technical difficulties try to connect, um, but uh, we'll pick up. The good thing is we got more content for uh, more podcasts. So looking forward to that. I thought it was a good episode, less than we thought. Um, And, uh, and just remember what Will said is that we won't, we won't hesitate to drop your ass. So don't leave any bad comments, um, or else you will get dropped. So.